Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Freedom Podcast. Katie here with Lexi, and we are excited to dive into an episode that we've done in the past, but I think it's been a long time, maybe over a year. Mm -hmm. We put a question box on Instagram, on our Instagram page. Definitely go follow us there. And we were just planning on doing a Q&A and we got some really good questions in the question box. And so we're excited to dive into that and and have a little bit more of an informal podcast. Mm -hmm. We don't necessarily have one specific topic, but we are going to answer your questions that you submitted. So we picked some some of the top ones, we're not going to like go through 50 questions, but we have some some specific ones that we want to go through. And we're excited to answer these from a Christian biblical perspective and also a couple right. of fun questions as well, just our opinions. So we will dive yeah. into it. So our first question, this is a really good one. How yeah. do you navigate family close friendships that are non-believers. So trying to be patient and at the same time, speak the truth. Um, This individual just says that she wants to convert all of them. And so she feels like this pull between this urgency, but then also how do you navigate a relationship with a non-believer? And I think a lot of times we tend to be very either overly enthusiastic or in terms of like trying to force things to happen that maybe it's just not in God's timing, or we kind of take the passive approach. And so we're just sort of like, eh, I don't really need to do anything. So Mm -hmm. how do we navigate that? And how do we appropriately and biblically approach that situation? Yeah, such a good question. I love it. Um, Yeah, that is so hard because I love the eagerness to want to share the gospel and want to bring people into the kingdom of heaven. That is what we are put here on the earth to do as Christians um, Mm -hmm. is to be a witness and to to be a testimony of um, Christ and his life. But I think, too, it's just remembering that the Holy Spirit is the one who does the work and not us. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of the times as Christians we think, yes, we have the Holy Spirit and we have God's power in us. And, um, you know, God gives us discernment and he gives us um, just, you know, this strength to share the gospel. But at the end of the day, it is the Holy Spirit and it is Jesus who is working in people's lives. Um, He's Mm -hmm. going to give us the words to say. He's going to give us um, just that you know, kind of that, that urgency or that encouragement. Sometimes when we're a little bit scared to witness to someone, the Lord does that. Um, and so really just praying over those people too, because it's not just only talking to that person, but praying over them, praying over their salvation. Um, this question made me go straight to a, a personal story of mine. Um, so my parents, when I was younger, um, they took in my uncle, um, he had gone to jail, he got a jail, he couldn't be at um, my grandparents house. So he came and he lived with us for a couple years. Um, we had been witnessing to him for probably a year to two years, praying over him daily. Um, he was mm-hmm. in our home, you know, he knew that we were Christians. Mm-hmm. He knew like, you know, we go to church you know, we invited him, invited him, always said no. Um, and eventually 
he met someone, she was a Christian Mm -hmm. and he like had kind of started his own personal journey, um, as becoming a Christian and things like that. But really he met this girl and she also helped kind of move him into this place of where he was hungry to know God. And he was, Mm -hmm. um, wanting to see God. And I had seen someone who was literally dead in their sin, who came out of jail, completely turn his life around. He was not the same person. It had, it had little to do with us and with the girl that he was dating at that time. It Mm -hmm. had everything to do with God, just using these little parts to Mm -hmm. push him into, um, being so on fire. And like he had joined the, he is an amazing musician. He had joined, um, you know, the worship team. He was Mm -hmm. getting involved in men's groups. He was leading men's groups, like all these crazy things. He really turned his life around and it took, years. Like I, I remember like, even still to this day, my, we talk about this story in my home because we're always praying over my family members on my mom's side who know God, but you know, don't live, um, that life, uh, that they, you know, like a a true believer living it out. Mm -hmm. Um, and just seeing the difference that Christ makes in someone that we can't do on our own. And that was like super encouraging, but pray over that person. If they're not receiving, um, what you may be saying, it might, it's not, it has nothing to do with what you're saying. It has everything Mm -hmm. to do with, um, God's timing and the spirit, you know, moving in the way Mm -hmm. that only the Holy spirit and Jesus can. So, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's so important to keep in mind is that we're not the ones that save other people. It's God yeah. who does. And so if someone's heart is hardened and we see that in scripture, God talks about those who he actually hardens hearts. And so if someone's right. heart is hardened to the truth, nothing we say or do will break that down and, and create a heart right. of flesh. However, God can work through us and can be a part of that, uh, really that journey for that individual. But to remember that, you know, that takes the pressure off. I'm not a savior. Only Jesus saves. Only the Holy Spirit can do that work. Um, only God is the, is the one who who grants that gift, right, of the Holy Spirit and of the of a heart that's receptive to the truth. And so we have to keep that in mind that, okay, it's not, I am not the savior, God is, but praying, like you said, I think that's something that we miss a lot of times is the power right. of prayer and praying for right. these people specifically. So this individual who has maybe these these friends or these family members pray to God, God, I pray for you to use, work through me and give me opportunities right. to share the truth. And sometimes it's going to be an uncomfortable situation and it may be one yeah. where, you know, they ask you a very specific question and you answer, mm-hmm. but you don't know how God's working in their life. Maybe they mm-hmm. just talked to someone else who was talking right. about their faith. It's not like I'm the right. sole reason that anyone has mm-hmm. salvation. No, but God can work yeah. through me, can work through my testimony to give other people encouragement. Right. And maybe someone will hear something in my testimony. And that's something that we forget has a lot of power is our own testimony. And someone else yeah. might relate to maybe your story and how you found God and how, or how right. God found you, but how you came back to yeah. your faith and, and how God right. worked in your life. And that's so powerful um, to really it share really your is. testimony and to be praying. We need to be as believers right. praying for those that don't believe. And um, I even think mm-hmm. about my own journey 
and mm-hmm. how I was in the church at a very young age, but I definitely mm-hmm. was not living a Christian life in my early 20s and into my mid-20s. And so I was not, I, I really was not anywhere near being a Christian. I Maybe if someone yeah. asked me, I would say I was, but I yeah. wasn't. And I think back to how God worked through certain people in my life. I don't even have relationships with a lot of these people anymore in the first church that I started going to in 2016 and a couple of friends that I knew through the fitness industry that just invited Mm -hmm. me to church and were supportive and were encouraging and shared their testimony. Mm -hmm. And I think back to that and I'm like, wow, even though they're not in my life anymore, they played a pivotal role in my own faith journey. So how can I do that for other people who I might not even be best friends with? I might not even Mm -hmm. be friends with them in a year um, necessarily if it's not God's will, but how can I encourage them or um, or play God using me in their journey in some manner? So I think we, we really it's, it comes from a place of pride sometimes when we want to be the ones mm-hmm. that convert someone. We want to yeah. be the ones that is like the influence on their life. But we have to remember yeah. like that's actually pride and it's God working through his spirit with right. us and, and surrendering to the Holy Spirit that he can work. He can work in that way. It's not my own. Yeah. I'm so amazing that I'm going to convert someone. No, that's yeah. actually a sin. That thought, that thought process. That's very prideful. Um, but how pray, pray, God, use me. Um, let me walk in your will. Let me walk in your ways and right. pray for these specific people for God to soften their hearts. And that's one of my prayers right. to a lot of people that I know who just really have hard hearts. I'm like, God, soften their hearts. Yeah. And I've seen that transformation yes. happen in a few people yeah. that I know specifically who are very far away from God and who have come right. um, to a Christian faith. So, yeah. Yeah. And no one is too far for God, no. you know, and I always just always think about like, he leaves the 99 to go seek after that one. Right. And like, he wants to see many of us in heaven, all of us really, if it was up to him, he would, mm-hmm. you know, but we have free will. We have this mm-hmm. opportunity to choose, which makes your faith and, um, you, you know, your relationship with God so special because we have an mm-hmm. opportunity. He has chosen all of us, but you know, now it's our turn. Like, are we going to choose him in return? And, um, yeah, the power of prayer, I mean, never underestimate. I just remember the prayer, seeing the prayers that my parents prayed mm-hmm. over my uncle who literally at one point was an atheist. Um, mm-hmm. and that he never, like, we never thought that his life would turn around. I mean, he got into a lot of trouble and, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes like as humans, we kind of like give up on people. Um, uh, but my parents, I had never seen them pray so fervently about someone. Mm-hmm. And I think the Holy spirit was really working and moving in them because they were so persistent about Mm. him in particular. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was really probably a pivotal moment, like in my Mm -hmm. faith, seeing that transformation of um, my uncle, which was really amazing um, just to see in general. So, yeah. 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 And that's Um, encouraging. Yeah. Yeah, And that's super encouraging for individuals who maybe have someone that their heart just aches for that and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, for their maybe unbelief and, and miracles happen. People have dramatic transformations and no one's too far gone. So I think that's a great reminder that you spoke about in your personal 
um, in your family and, and a testimony that you yeah. share. And that's, that can be encouraging for other people. Don't give up on people. 100%. Keep praying, yeah. keep petitioning yeah. to God. It could be years. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting, random. I cannot remember who I was listening to. Uh, I always get so mad because I listen to so many different things. So I didn't know. But anyway, so I was listening to, I think it was either a sermon or a podcast um, from a really great pastor. Don't remember who it was. But anyway, he was talking about in um, in Islam, there's this huge conversion from Islam to Christianity right now. Well, and we know over in the Middle East, it, like that's illegal. Like you cannot practice Christianity. Like you have to practice mm. Islam. So um, I guess, I think they said it was like, one in two or one in three people who are being converted from Islam to Christianity, it's through their dreams. Like not because people are witness or, uh, yeah. So a lot of them, they said, I kept having dreams about a savior. I had dreams um, about someone coming and pulling me out of like, you know, wow. this state that I'm in. And it was really interesting stat. Cause they like, mm-hmm. they had interviewed a lot of people who had converted who never heard the gospel. And I was like, that's how wow. powerful God is that even through something. And we know dreams are important mm-hmm. to to Mm -hmm. the Lord, because he talks a lot about dreams in the Bible. Um, And I just thought that was the coolest thing that I had ever heard. Um, But that was like the way that the Lord is witnessing to them. It doesn't take Mm -hmm. literally anything like Christ Mm -hmm. can use anything in any Mm -hmm. way to witness and to move in his spirit. Um, And I just thought that was very interesting through dreams. It's, and it's like, you know, they're not, is in Islam or yeah, in Islam or countries that practice that, like it's not, it's so hard to find a Christian community because it's illegal. It's so secret. They get persecuted. They're killed for their faith. Um, so, and you know, you can't stop Christ though. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's yeah. really, really wow. cool to see. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So I'm going to find where that was from. Cause it was recent. I was taking one of my walks and I was like, this is crazy. Like wow. I didn't know. I yeah. didn't even know that that yeah. was happening. So yeah, yeah that's really amazing. Cool. Wow. Nice. Okay. Let's move on to the next question. You guys, such good questions. Um, Okay. Mm. So this one is another great one. So it says, was there a moment or certain instance that you remember a switch flipped and you started reading the word differently? Mm. Recently, I felt like I can understand and connect things like I never have before. Lots of prayer and discernment and guidance into understanding his truth. And it is unbelievable. Um, Mm. I love that. I yeah. love that. Do you want to, do you want to start on that one? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because I've had, uh, I'd say probably two different places, two different times in my, my past six year faith walk, five to six year faith walk, um, in my adult life where that really did happen. So the first one was 2017 and that was when I was going back to church. I was in community and it was the first time that I was actually, I'd say, making an effort to be consistent mm-hmm. in my walk with the Lord and really mm-hmm. dive into the Bible. What does it mean? Because I felt mm-hmm. like before it was always like I had no idea what mm-hmm. any background about the Bible, any sort mm-hmm. of um, history of it or really mm-hmm. what does faith in Christ even look like? And so the first time I remember, I was just like, whoa, this is incredible, was when I was reading a study Bible in 2017. So specifically, Mm -hmm. I can remember that. And then the second time, it has been in the past, I'd say probably six months, where I...
read. I actually just, this is exciting for me. I got a, um, John MacArthur, he is from California and he has study Bibles. Um, and they're super, super detailed. So I got one of John MacArthur's study Bibles and it literally takes me 30 minutes to get through maybe one, one chapter, um, of the, of actually I'm in Romans. So like Romans, I was just doing Romans three today and I was reading Mm -hmm. the detail behind what every Mm. single verse means and cross references and different verses that go with that and truth that's been revealed to me through his word in the Mm. past six months that has never happened before. And so Mm. I'd say that those two times have been like, just that stick out in my mind where I'm like, I read the Bible completely differently than I did before. Right. And it's in, in it yeah. like the historical context is super interesting to me and the pages mm-hmm. just come alive. Every time I read scripture mm-hmm. is something different. I like something's revealed yeah. to me that's different. And so yeah. I'd say to the listener who maybe isn't in that place yet, um, mm-hmm. who is a little bit frustrated with their faith journey or reading the Bible, like, it with time and perseverance and getting the right resources and diving into the word, maybe doing a Bible study with other people so they can explain the mm-hmm. word to you or getting a, a study Bible, like the John MacArthur study Bible, yeah. um, reading with people who can, who are maybe more mature believers who can explain things right. to you. just helps the, the words on the page just sink into a deeper level in your heart. And so right. um, that's something that will come with with spiritual maturity and with time. And it's so exciting. It is. It really is. Yeah. So I was just going to bring up a good resource for someone, um, Mm. who may not feel like a, um, that they're, I guess, connecting with the word of God. And, um, because the word is living and breathing. You could Mm. read the Bible a thousand times back to front and, or front to back. (laughs) And, um, and, um, there's always, yeah, (laughs) either one works, but, um, and there's always going to be something that stands out to you, something that God is speaking to you, speaking over you. Um, and it's really amazing, but a a great resource to use, um, is BibleReadingPlan.org. The reason why I love it so much is because it takes one chapter, um, and then you go into like a go deeper section and then you go into a question section. Usually there's like a little, did you know, or think about this or something like that. So it really makes you not just, it, it sections it beautifully in the sense of mm. you're taking one chapter, you're focusing on this chapter and then you go deeper into that chapter and then you answer questions about it. Mm. So I really encourage that's, um, I switched to, I do two Bible studies. I do the Bible, uh, reading plan. And then I also do, um, women and men in the word, um, by Mm. she reads truth, but just Mm. getting, like you said, either a study Bible. Um, my dad always talks about study Bibles because all the references and then looking up Mm. the different verses and seeing all the connections Mm -hmm. makes it more, I guess, real in a sense, Mm -hmm. because it's all these connections and you're seeing how intricate, like God is it's and that the, the only God. Yes. Like the word is only God breathed because no one could write something like this and make all these connections all throughout years and years and years. And all, everything is tied into one mm-hmm. message and what, like it's all so cohesive and is perfect because it is written by God. It's right. not written by man. Um, they just happen to have the pens to write it down, but mm-hmm. 
definitely same there as I've matured when I was younger in the word, my parents did always encourage Bible reading. They always have. Um, but I think it was different. It was more like almost like school. I would read it, but I would have a spiritual connection in the sense of when I prayed or when I worshiped, but there was a disconnect when it came to reading the word because, um, well, one, I've never enjoyed reading until I got older. Um, but also I just, there just wasn't a connection there. I'm not really sure. Maybe that's just not how, um, just the place that I was in was just different when I was younger Mm -hmm. or as I've gotten older, like I enjoy reading my Bible and I realize that God does speak to me. There's sometimes situations or things that I'm going through and like, I'm just doing my regular study. It's not like I'm searching for, Mm -hmm. you know, an answer to something. Or sometimes I'm even trying to ignore some things Mm -hmm. that I don't want to deal with. And God brings it either in a sermon or, and just through reading my scripture and Mm -hmm. things like that. And it's really true. Like there is this shift that often happens Mm -hmm. where me and my brother were talking about this a couple of months ago, actually, I specifically remember this conversation where I'm like, I love reading my Bible. I love, Mm -hmm. it's just a new perspective because you're not just hungry, but you're wanting to draw closer to God. And there's this, Mm -hmm. like you can feel his presence in the word. And I don't think that it's always like that. Sometimes it is like, Sometimes when you don't want to do it, you just have to make yourself read the Bible. I just, I don't think that you're always going to be like, you know, there's not always going to be that connection, but it's called discipline and still seeking God, even when you feel far away from him. Um, But yeah, there's definitely, I I would say as I got older and more um, consistent, there is this like deeper growth and deeper meaning behind the Bible for me personally, mm-hmm. that has always been there, but I was missing it, I guess. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah, I definitely, there's definitely times where I'm like, whoa, like God is real and you cannot mm-hmm. deny it. Even I don't care mm-hmm. who you are, you cannot. So, and that really does come from, um, you know, being in his word more consistently. And yeah. I, I love that question. And two, I'm so happy that you're experiencing that because I think it's something that I wish more people did, but it's just like, continue to read, seek God, because Mm -hmm. when you do and you ask and you seek and you knock, like he will meet you um, and speak to you. And and, and it's different for everyone. The way the Lord speaks to everyone is so different. So um, never Mm -hmm. compare either the way that God speaks to someone and he may speak to you differently. So Mm-hmm. Just a little side yeah. note there. <laughs> yeah, I would even I would even say in my personal walk, my views on things have totally changed um, mm-hmm. from maybe where I was six, seven, eight years ago because I have a better understanding of the word, and I'm like, yeah. I'm looking at things from a biblical perspective and from yeah. a truth perspective as opposed to my own opinion. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's one thing: the renewal of your mind, the transformation of your mind. It's not like right. anyone was forcing me to do this or like right. I have been in some sort of a school where I've just been like, okay, well, of course you come out thinking that way because you've been immersed. And it's like, no, it's actually been just like the immersing myself in God's word and being in community right. and being around believers that I respect and who live lives that I'm right. like, wow, that's something that I want to aspire mm. to and and reading more mm. about Jesus and how my mind yeah. has changed. I'm like, that is the power of the Holy Spirit. I could not just, because I think about things that I had strong opinions about maybe six, seven, eight years ago. And my opinions are much different because they're actually biblically based. They're not just on my flesh and kind of what I feel like, what I feel. Um, And just how 
you know, obviously I'm still going through that process and I fall short every single day. Um, but the sanctification process of just like my attitudes about things, my perspectives, uh, perspective about certain areas of my life have just dramatically changed. And I'm like, wow, praise God. Yeah. Like that it was nothing yeah. I personally did. It was just God working through the scripture, working through that dedication to reading my Bible, even when I don't feel like it, it's right. really a renewal of my mind. And I'm like, I look back and I'm like, wow, the transformation. Yeah. I know my fiance, Jake can say the exact same thing because he's had a very dramatic yeah. transformation. He was not a Christian until he was in his mid twenties. And so mm-hmm. things that the life that he used to live was very secular and very worldly. And um, we were actually yeah. just having this conversation the other day and he just had no desire to follow God, mm-hmm. um, let's say when mm-hmm. he was 20. And then he's like, I cannot, this is, well, I actually was pointing that out in him. I said, your transformation is more proof of God than anything I've ever seen because so of the, in in his heart and just mm-hmm. um, his convictions and his desires mm-hmm. as a future husband. And like, mm-hmm. He's like, mm-hmm. I never would have said this before ever yeah. in my yeah. wildest dreams. And so yeah. it's like, man, that transformation power is just so cool. And so when you can see yeah. the that, like reading the word and being in community and, and mm-hmm. um, uh, praying and, and uh, mm-hmm. just surrendering your life to God, like the personal transformation that comes from that and is amazing. And and then you benefit other people by that transformation and really God can use, can work through that and bring more people to him. So it's just such a cool, just, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it really is very, it's yeah. And it's the work that only God can do, which is amazing, which makes God, you know, even better. Like he loves us so dearly that he's like, I can take yeah. the worst of the worst. And I just always think about, know. you know, um, when he was on the cross and he saved the man next to him, you know, a murder, he did everything probably right. that, you know, you can imagine right. that was horrible. Um, right. and you know, he said that today you will be in heaven with me because he believed, he believed and God mm-hmm. transformed him, right. That he doesn't care like where, what your past is, which is mm-hmm. probably the most amazing thing. Um, about yeah. Christianity and about, um, you know, faith and about this truth that is mm-hmm. just the most important thing. Um, and it's awesome that you guys are so just, you know, invested and really wanting mm-hmm. to just like grow deeper. I love it. It's mm-hmm. very encouraging. Yeah. It's only because of, uh, of God. Yeah. It, it's 100%. really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So. I think we have um, probably we, time to do one more question. Yeah, pick which one, pick which one mm. you want to do. I kind of want to do the top faith-based books because I have a lot that I've yeah. read recently. I know. Um, you're so good when it comes to that. <laughs> you are. I'm always, I, I'm not kidding. I start like, if JP ever hears our podcast, <laughs> I start so many of his books and I just, I'm horrible. I start books and I yeah. never finish them like, and not because yeah. I don't like them. I love them, right. but I, right. I'm not a reader and I try, yeah. <laughs> I really try. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, go for it. Yeah. Well, one thing that I've found helpful too is sometimes getting audiobooks Cause I listen to you books me that. or podcasts while I cook yeah. or while I'm like, doing, you know, walking or whatever. Um, but the reason I wanted to 
dive into this is because I know a lot of our listeners are very interested in like biblical resources for relationships and dating and um, those types of things. So that's been a huge focus of mine because I'm engaged and I'm getting married in four weeks, which is crazy. So I wanted, I know. I know. I I kept telling myself April, but our other friend is getting married in April. I have like a million weddings this year. But anyway. Oh, (laughs) yeah. It's insane. Like, I can't believe how fast it's going. But um, I would, first of all, just like, well, anyways, I'll dive into it. But this is kind of like my perspective on Christian faith-based books from more of that like relationship perspective. So first of all, Single Dating Engaged Married by Ben Stewart is incredible. Um, Jake and I read that together actually when we started dating. And that was like one of, I mean, that was amazing for us to do together. And then Resources by Gary Thomas are great. We read The Five Love Languages. That's another Christian uh, relationship book essentially. And then anything by Jonathan Pecluda. So welcome to adulting. There's also okay. um, outdated his book on dating. Mm-hmm. Anything by Deborah Folleda. She has a great podcast um, where she really address. She's a counselor and she addresses mental health issues, but she also talks about relationships and dating and marriage. So Deborah Folleda is another amazing resource. She has um, books for both singles and then also for those who are in relationships and also those who are married. So look up Deborah Folleda and her resources, and she's incredible. And then yeah. I would say if you are engaged or or serious in your relationship or even mm-hmm. married, Simbus, Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts is another book that's incredible. And finally, I would recommend, um, I'll just keep it at this, Wild at Heart for Men but women read it to really gain an understanding of a man, a man's desires, how God wired men, how um, God created men to really complement women, and then captivating, which is um, a, a book written about the the feminine soul and how God created women. So I'd read both of them. If you're a man, read Captivating. Jake did, and he found it eye-opening. And also read Wild at Heart. If you're a woman, read Captivating and also Wild at Heart. Those are great resources. And they have podcasts to go along with that too. Um, Stacy and John Eldridge um, have had the Ransom Ministries or this, their ministry is Ransom Ministries and they've had it for years and they have great podcasts and blogs and retreats. I went to one of their retreats last year. So those are my, I'd say top recommendations for like relationships and marriage and uh, so many good ones. I could name so many more and go, uh, you know, and list 10 more, but those are some of the ones that Jake and I found really, really just edifying and encouraging and convicting this past year. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I know that you're like the book plug. So I was like, this one is for you. <laughs> so I love it. And I only, yeah. I only come to two relationships because there's some that I'm reading right now. I usually am reading like a couple books yeah. at a time, um, okay. but that are so good. So like John Mark Comer, yeah. he writes some good books as well um, that have been okay. great that I'm, that I'm reading. And uh, but nice. anyways, those are some really good ones. And I would yeah. highly recommend um Two, like if you're looking for one on if you, if your struggle is with anxiety, that just came to my mind. Mm-hmm. If someone's listening to this, um, David David Marvin, yes, Marvin. Oh like yes, right. yeah, from yeah, the porch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. his book on was, anxiety is really good. I read it. Um, oh, okay, everyone's freaking out. Oh wait, yes, something about something freaking about out. That. 
Oh gosh, yeah. just look up David Marvin. Just, yeah, that just came out recent. That was that's yeah. his new book that just came out. Yeah, so it looked really great. good. Really yeah. good. I'd oh, highly I recommend it. it for anyone struggling with anxiety or 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 right. just feels anxious and yeah, yeah. super helpful. Ooh, I love it. Those are some good ones for sure. Yeah. Um, and like you said, JP always has great books. I always buy them and you know, so good. one day, one day I will finish a book and it will be amazing. <laughs> but until then <laughs> I'm a podcast girl. I love podcasts. I love YouTube. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. So oh, I have same. To get some audio books for sure. So yeah. Yeah. But I love awesome. it. Um, Thank you guys for these questions. Of course, you know, me and Katie are long-winded, so there was no way that we were going to get through multiple questions. I'm proud of us for hitting three, so that's pretty dang good. Um, wait, four? But yeah, Did we, we get through four or three? Um, wow. Yeah, we only did three. <laughs> three. I'm not surprised. Once I saw multiple, I was like, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> so we nope. took our favorites, but we still appreciate yeah. everyone who um, put in questions. I know there was a fitness question. Maybe one day we'll mm -hmm. do some fitness stuff. Me and Katie always yeah. say we, our whole lives are fitness. So mm -hmm. this is a nice little step away from yeah. that industry. Right. Um, but we still really appreciate all the questions. Um, and just like you guys interacting with us, it is so great. And we just want to continue to build our relationship with you guys and we just appreciate your questions just you know taking time to ask us things that you guys really care about and great topics all around so thank you so much and we'll see you in a couple weeks for another episode bye guys